Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Chasing Amy, one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 22, which is quite possibly the greatest Debbie Gibson minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. Uh Yes, Debbie Gibson. Uh, we had half the audience was just like, oh, I remember her. The other half's like, who's that? Is that your mother? Is that your mother's name or something? <laughs> I remember Debbie Gibson, but I cannot think right now what she is. It, I think we're alone now. Is that Debbie Gibson? I think that's her. And even when I hear that, all I hear is, I think we're a clone now by Weird Al. <laughs> Weird Al. Maybe we'll put that at the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah, Debbie Gibson we'll, we'll, I mean, Yeah, Debbie Gibson was just a little too a little too far before my time. Like, my sister would have been more into Debbie Gibson. But she wasn't, right? But she wasn't, because she was yeah. in heavy metal. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> there was no pictures of Debbie Gibson up in our house. <laughs> That's good. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, it was more like, you know, like Megadeth and Anthrax and shit like that. <laughs> she was more of a hardcore metal fan than I was. <laughs> Walk in a room, there's Iron Maiden black light posters and shit. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to understand, it was also Poison and Striper right, right. and all yeah. those, too. That, that bon kind of, Jovi. That fell into the metal genre at the yeah. time. That was considered metal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hardcore. I'm so hardcore, I got eyeliner on. <laughs> yeah. But back then, them guys thought they were manly, tough guys. Yeah. I mean, if they, yeah, back then, if you said something like that to them, they, I mean, they wouldn't have fought you. They would have had their bouncers fight you. Right. <laughs> their roadies would go after you. <laughs> you wouldn't want them to break one of their nails. They might need to uh, strum the guitar with. But now, nowadays, I see drag queens that look like the lead singer of Quiet Riot. I mean, <laughs> not Quiet, Twisted Sister, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> they probably look better than he does. They do look better than he does. <laughs> uh, this minute, Minute 22, begins with a good line from Holden for once and ends with some begging. like Just like so many nights end <laughs> with some begging. <laughs> Uh, the reason why I said he gets a good line because he says he's got one. You got one friend in the asylum and one friend in the grave. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's actually a well-written line, a well-delivered line, and uh, which is good. There's been some of their interactions are good, but they're like a lot. I don't know. They, some of it doesn't land in this movie, right? But I mean, even at the end of that, you're a dangerous person to know, and she laughs. It, it comes off really well. In this yeah, minute. yeah. It's it, it, well, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did say it comes off well, but what is the tap that she does? She does the, like a shuffle okay. off the buffalo. <laughs> Oh, okay, well, she says, uh, let's, we'll unpack this. So she says, uh, it doesn't says it doesn't matter because I can tap dance, is what she says. Yeah, which and I then he goes, what was that? And she says, that was the Buffalo two-step. Buffalo two-step, okay. Now, um, I briefly Googled, which is as far as I'm willing to go. Um, as far as my computer's concerned, the Buffalo two-step is a ladder. Oh, it nice. is a, uh, it's a, uh, it's like, oh, it's like a, you know, like the two-step, like, like a ladder you like stool. paint with. Yeah, yeah. step stool. That's what it is. That sounds like Kevin Smith couldn't think of anything. And he's now, there the is a, apparently there is a Buffalo two-step because there's a how to dance the Buffalo step. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going that deep into it because it's more fun to not think of that. Wasn't the thing, you know, in cartoons when they would like, uh, dance off to the side of the stage, wasn't that called the shuffle off the Buffalo? Are you thinking of like a an old like Hanna Barbera cartoon? Like old Bugs Bunny, like yeah, I still say that. I still tell people to shuffle off the buffalo. <laughs> shuffle off the buffalo. I'm making an 87 year old reference that even I don't understand. <laughs> you don't even know what you're saying. I do that all the time. Have you ever made a, been making a reference for your whole life, and then you happen to stumble across like an old movie or something? You're like, oh my god, this is where I got this from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but it's definitely happened. There's where been it's a like, couple. Like I'll watch like something. Like I'll watch like Clue, and they'll say something like, oh my god, this is where I got this from. <laughs> I'll put it this way: we used to at like family gatherings, specifically Thanksgiving. 
um, I started doing it when I was a kid, and then now everybody does it every year, is to take your spoon and to hang it off your tip of your nose. Okay. Because it just – it's hilarious no matter what, right. especially after you've been with your family all day to make people do it. What you do is you get the young kids doing it. Yeah. And then, like, the parents can't say nothing. And then eventually the parents, if they're cool and not complete a-holes, will start doing it too. So, like, there's multiple years of pick family pictures of my whole family doing it. <laughs> and I knew that I started it. I could never remember where I heard it from or saw it. Yeah, I saw it in the movie Overboard. That's where I saw it. <laughs> really? I was watching Overboard one day, and the whole family's doing it. It's like uh, Kurt Russell and all his boys. That's and Goldie Hawn, right? Oh, yeah, and I'm like, oh, my God. I just – is that where I got this from? <laughs> <laughs> it so happens you came across it again. That's funny. Yeah. That is a highly underrated movie. It should be done minute by minute. I do and like if, Overboard. And I if somebody like... does it, I will 100% be on it. Because that is a movie that should not work. And the reason why you know that movie shouldn't work is because they remade it. And it's hot garbage. What was the remake? Was, there, yeah, was the it remake called Overboard? It came out this year, I believe. It's with Anna Faris and a nobody. Oh, no. Oh yeah, and it's the same thing where he like picks her up and she I, got amnesia. I, I don't know. I got as far as the trailer. <laughs> That's about how far I was able to make oh, it. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I'm like, oh wait, you're gonna do a concept which honestly probably shouldn't work. Then the only reason it works because it's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, right? Right. And you're gonna replace them with hey, I like Anna Faris and all, but eh, she's not Goldie Hawn or Kurt Russell. So <laughs> <laughs> I stumbled across that show, Mom, with her. Isn't that her and Mom? Yeah, it's her and um. Alice and Janney? I, I don't know why that show's so funny. Like I didn't think I would like it and I put it on. It's pretty funny. I heard it's a pretty it's a pretty solid like sitcom or whatever. Yeah, I mean, she's yeah. a fine actress, but like listen, Overboard was a movie of its time. <laughs> right. Right. Like you said, it shouldn't have worked yeah. then. Now, All right, now, now in case my overboard thirty year old reference wasn't old enough for you, we're yeah. about to go back in time. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> when she says I can tap dance, for some reason my crazy mind only goes to one other time I've heard somebody make a reference like that. Where somebody says something to them and they say no, that's okay because I can tap dance. Never it was on a Dean life. Martin celebrity roast. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so get in your time, you know, get whatever you got, your DeLorean, you know, your TARDIS, whatever you got. Just jump in. Let's go back in time. This is the seventies, folks. So they would do the celebrity roasts, and it was. <laughs> so let me throw out some more names that we're gonna know. So Don Rickles is up there. <laughs> He's talking, <laughs> and uh, Nipsey Russell says something to him. <laughs> Oh, my God. Nipsey Russell's black, in case you're wondering. <laughs> he says something to him, and Don Rickles says something, says a racial slur to him. Of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. Not a bad one, but just, you know, a little shot across his bow. And he says, you better not say that to me. You know, I'll have troops at your door tomorrow. And Don Rickles go, that's okay, because I can tap dance, which makes just as much sense as this encounter yeah, yeah, where yeah. the person doesn't. But, like, I was like, huh, that must be where he got it from. And then I realized I'm probably one of nine people on Earth. Who's ever seen that? And is still alive. <laughs> I think you're in, still in the you're in the same club with Kevin Smith because he probably seen that too. That's probably yeah. where he got it from. <laughs> Highly underrated. The old Dean D Martin celebrity roasts. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, especially because they couldn't get as dirty as the new roasts. The new roasts <laughs> are just about like how filthy can you be? It's like the I, Bob Saget version of it. I feel like the new roasts they try to get somebody who's just awful. Like what, the situation was on that one, and he was terrible. Like well, why do they pick up people like that? A lot of it now is you get the person, whoever it may be. And you have them invite a couple guests, and then you hope one or two of those guests you can just shit on them the whole time. Right. They don't even shit on the guy who's being roasted. They shit on the, the people in the – you know, like, the guy – the roasters. Brought, somebody brought Courtney Love with them one time, and really? they just uh, annihilated her the whole time. <laughs> and was, I mean, stuff like, oh, I know why Kurt did that. Oh, you know? my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Well, we've all been there. <laughs> all right. So, well, everyone, get back in your time machine. Let's get back up. Let's bring back to 1997 at least. So we get past her tap dancing. While smoking, of course, because as wow. continued from last week, she's still smoking. 
It's amazing that more people don't have like cigarette burn scars on them from being on the dance floor with with cigarettes and you know you would think there's gonna, there's gonna be more fires than you would believe yeah i did see someone burn their face one time uh because they went face to face they were smoking a cigar during a hockey game oh no nice. and they and they burned someone's face with a cigar <laughs> oh my god <laughs> good times yeah it sounds like well, i'm not gonna go any further into it but you should be asking yourself a lot of questions right now <laughs> like why was someone smoking a cigar playing hockey doesn't matter doesn't matter <laughs> it's new jersey that's all you need to know <laughs> I thought you meant it was a hockey game and somebody was smoking in the stands. You meant right. they were l- literal players. No, no, smoking. they were players. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so there is a moment here which I consider this the this is the awkward silence moment when she says, "Oh, we could have never met at all." And then he's like kind of staring longingly at her. Yeah, and she's staring off, so she's not noticing it, but he's feeling it right now. Well, he, she's giving him the vibe like, "Oh, I'm glad we met," kind of thing. I think. Yeah, and she does something else in this minute later, but it's like. I don't feel like she's not hitting on him. The problem is the signals are all over the place here because nobody's nobody knows what footing they're on right now. Right. She's thinking you see, the whole vibe would be totally different. He knew that she was gay. She's a lesbian. She's at it. Like once someone is off your well, unless you're a scumbag, once somebody's right. off your list, you can still kind of interact, even flirt with them, and it means nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I see people do it with like. Their friends' wives or friends' sisters or whatever. Sure. Like this is again assuming everyone's not a complete shithead, right? Like teasing them, blah, blah, blah. it's fine. But like the problem is he doesn't know that. So without that information, uh, as a guy, that person she's now slotted in a different position. He's a single guy, thinks she's a single girl because he knows she's not with somebody. He's been told that already. So like she's here now. Okay, I am now trying to progress this along, and he hasn't done anything really wrong yet. And he's a goober, but right, right. But yeah, so he's picking up the wrong signals. She's putting out the, hey, we're cool, we're friendly, I really like hanging out with you. And he's picking up the, she's into me. Now, she's got to know that he's, he's you know, checking her out, and she knows she's a lesbian. So why would she do that? Yeah, but Why I would mean, she put the vibes out there? Listen, Chris, you're going to have to send this out to our female audience members, because as men, I feel like we are not the subject of this usually. <laughs> oh, speaking of, speaking of, since, since, you brought the, since we brought up the word lesbian, uh... The views of Chris, drunk Chris from last week, are not the views of this podcast. (laughs) Sober Chris knows that lesbian sex is sex. Sober Chris knows that there can be penetration through lesbians. And also, the the minute before that, Sober Chris also knows that white people can play basketball. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting a rare Sober Chris right now, and I'm just apologizing for the things I've done so far. Well, listen, obviously... Your thoughts on sports were never taken seriously. I agree with that. I, I probably won't get in trouble for the sports thing. If there's one thing about then sports you know less about, it would be women. So, I mean... <laughs> Especially lesbians. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, back to the minute. Sorry. I just wanted to uh, you know, give our little uh, public service announcement there. <laughs> <laughs> so, that puts us about halfway through the minute where it cuts away from our, uh, our heroes holding an Alyssa to a young lady up on stage... Mrs. As I lose her name, I know she's got a weird first name. Guinevere Turner. Guinevere Turner. That's a that's a nice name. Yeah. It sounds uh could be, could be shortened to possibly Gwen. Sounds like something from like a Knight's Tale or something. Guinevere Turner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guinevere Turner. He knew her because she had written and acted in the the movie Go Fish. Okay. And it was a conversation that happened in and around that movie that made him think about this because. She, she either was a lesbian or knew a lesbian or the movie might have been about a lesbian who, who thought about having sex with a guy but then was afraid her friends would turn on her. Oh. Sound familiar? <laughs> maybe. Maybe a little. Yeah. 
So whatever that was, that little 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 you know tidbit is what made him think of like, oh yeah, like uh, that's a good idea. I could do that. <laughs> um, she is. She was from Boston, Massachusetts. She is an actress and a writer. Um, she wrote the movie American Psycho. Really? Yes. 2000 wow. American Psycho. Uh, she also wrote The Notorious Betty Page and Go Fish from 1994. It's funny because she wrote American Psycho in 2000. And like, I well, hold on, I'm in her actress section right now. I'm trying but to like, think. I looked at her writing section and then it's like she writes a short after that. Then she wrote three episodes of The L Word. Okay. Then she wrote a short. Then she wrote Notorious Betty Page. Then she wrote Blood Rain. Um, I believe that was, uh, was that the woman from, uh, what's her name from? Uh, uh, the one that does all those kind of movies. The heck's her name? You're not helping, Chris. <laughs> no, it's not the one I was thinking of anyway. <laughs> I was just going to throw a name out there. Anyway, it's like the know. bargain basement. It was Christina Loken, who was in Terminator 3, I believe. I would have never came up ben with that. Ben Kingsley and Michelle Rodriguez. Well, uh, Christina Loken was like uh, the bargain basement uh, lady from Fifth Element. Who's the one oh. from Fifth Element? Uh. <laughs> Oh my God! You are less than useful. <laughs> Do you want me to Google this and, and then? No, no, no. I, it's it's much funnier to listen to us struggle through it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let's, I'm trying to think of her name. Oh my God! Uh, nice. I got a picture up here. I still can't. Neil Jovovich. That's yeah, it. I got it. I got it. It finally came to me. <laughs> you know, so she's like, um, she's like the junior varsity uh, Mila Jovovich. Oh, okay. <laughs> A Blood Rain has a startling 2.9 out of 10 stars on IMDb. I feel like I saw that, too. It's like oh, a video wait, game oh, movie, listen, right? If you need any reason to see it, directed by Uwe Boll. Oh, yes. <laughs> that man can make a movie. Not a good one, but he can certainly make a movie. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, if you ever want to just have yourself a weekend, just go through the Uwe Boll, his whole, his whole catalog. And it is just garbage after garbage after garbage. Really? Oh, God, yes. He, I mean, he's specifically known as somebody who makes crappy movies. Uh, I just Googled him, and there's one something called Postal with a mailman standing there with a... With a uh, yeah, why well, aren't we covering that, by the way? <laughs> yeah. He's got, a like, a automatic weapon in his hand, and he's got a... It looks like a mail uniform yeah. called Postal. House of the Dead, Alone in the Dark, Blood Rain, In the Name of the King, A Dun Siege Tale. It's like I'm listing off everything they've done on uh, How Did This Get Made. Uh, oh. Postal, there's Postal. Uh, he made a direct video Blood Rain sequel, dear God, Rampage, and a, and a not third. the one with the rock. <laughs> the last Blood Rain was called the Third Reich. <laughs> so <laughs> Nazi one, <laughs> Nazi Blood Rain. Oh Lord, he made three Blood Rains. Yeah, that's amazing. He made a second Rampage. I thought we said all we needed to say with the first one. <laughs> oh my God, another made another in the name of the King. Oh. There's a ton of shit on here. <laughs> like I didn't even mention it. It's that bad. Oh God, I got, you know we're getting out of it. I can't get down the Uwe Bowl rat hole. <laughs> Anyway, Guinevere Turner's up there, and she's going to introduce. Uh, she says she was a bassist, which I mean, cool. Yeah, <laughs> she I guess. Yeah. <laughs> she was a bassist. Good. <laughs> Thank you for that extra piece of information. But like all bassists, she thinks she can sing. It does make me laugh. Well, she brings up her comic, and everybody cheers, of course, because they know who they are. She right. is. Uh, she said that she likes to do throaty renditions of Davy uh, Debbie Gibson songs, and that's the perfect way of saying how she speaks and sings. Yeah, yeah, very throaty. <laughs> When when she says that, I'm actually running through it. When she she spins around and puts her head on his chest, I mean, are you kidding me? Like she's embarrassed, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's him. Like you're getting really, t- you're getting a little close now. Oh yeah, well now because then she puts his head, her head on his chest, and then what does he do? He gets touched. So how's he react? He puts his hand on her back. For oh a yeah, oh yeah. Still, and then he, yeah, a couple Listen. seconds. Now again, 
you have to assume everyone's been drinking at least a little bit. Nobody looks like hammered, but right. You had a couple drinks. You know, you're putting your hand on her back. She's touching your chest. Da, da, da. I mean, like again, when neither person has the information they need, <laughs> this is this is when things like this happen. Yeah, it'd be no different than if she was married and let this went on. Well, at some point, like I, you don't have to be as upfront as saying, "Hey, I'm married," or "Hey, I'm gay." But you need to. There's ways to slip this shit into the conversation. I was hanging out with my uh, husband the other day. Boom! Right. There you go. Right, it's right. in the conversation. <laughs> You know, you just lift your wedding ring up and just keep scratching your face. <laughs> Although I do feel like I, I do feel like sometimes the wedding ring can have the opposite effect that you're looking for. Oh yeah, yeah, De- definitely. <laughs> that's that's a weird thing. I don't understand that at all. Like it seems like it's noticed and still ignored. Yeah. Well, this is not my thought. This is what I've heard from female friends of. Sometimes they would see a guy with a wedding ring and they take all the wrong information from it. They're like, oh, that's a guy who likes to have that heck can be in a stable relationship <laughs> oh okay. yes but he is now and you're trying to now go after him <laughs> right now you're gonna ruin a stable relationship <laughs> see i was the opposite like when i was still you know when i'm still in the game like i saw a ring nope no like, why would point yeah, no no mistake. reason to like there's no point of going there like it's that's that's way too much even if you like oh she's the perfect woman yeah th- talk about degree of difficulty being too high <laughs> right <laughs> no who wants to do that quest no thank you yeah no that that's like it's your first you just bought a new game and you're gonna put it on epic level and see like i can probably <laughs> no i, I can like, probably do this without dying i like starting out on beginner <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, beginner oh there's a girl over there crying and it's father's day well, that's who i'm gonna go talk <laughs> yeah, to. yeah i'm gonna go hit her that's a good one there that's a all right quest. so uh we brought up debbie gibson we'll give you, you want some debbie gibson knowledge yeah, you, i think we've said all we know about debbie gibson honestly <laughs> i think i'm alone now that's all i know i don't I, listen i have to check to see that's even her song i don't i don't I, i'm not <laughs> that might be uh, the other one that would be tiffany <laughs> <laughs> i've got to be honest oh, come on give me some of her songs I, like it i go on wikipedia and it's giving me her whole history which i do not need or care all right. Um, she has a bunch of albums, including ones that came out as recently as 2010. Really? 2010? Yeah. Was she 70? <laughs> She's not 70, you <laughs> jackass. <laughs> I got to be honest. I'm looking at all her songs. None of these are like... Okay. Yeah, no, it's not. There's no... Only world. My Dreams, Shake Your Love, Out of the Blue, Foolish Beat, Staying Together. None of those mean anything to me. All right. I'm going to try the next <laughs> I think, album. I think um, Lost in Your Eyes. I think I know that one. Lost in Your Eyes, Electric Youth, No More Rhyme, We Could Be Together. I don't know what any of these songs are just by – I mean, you're going to have to put a Debbie Gibson song at the end of this. <laughs> How about we do a Debbie Gibson medley? <laughs> <laughs> Anything think, is possible. I think uh, I recognize – One hand, one heart, one step ahead, sure, in his mind. I, you, you, huh. I got nothing. I, I wish, I'm I guessing – Yeah, it's too late now. Now she's doing like R.I.B. and stuff. Yeah, I'm too far anywhere. <laughs> the 10 best Debbie Gibson songs on Billboard. Is that what you want to know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and the article doesn't even list them. Oh, that's helpful. I love the internet. Oh, and it's got one of these click here to read more. Oh, here we go. Number 10, Ode to, be a, Ode to a Would-Be Lover. Number Why are nine. you doing the whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> Number 9, We Could Be Together. Number 8, let's see if you know any of them. Number 8, Saying Together. Number 7, No More Rhyme. Number 6, For Better or Worse. Number five, Silent Speaks. I never heard any of these. Number four, Out of the Blue. Number three, Lost in Your Eyes. I think I heard that one. Number two, Foolish Beat. No idea. And number one, Only in My Dreams. Let's see if we can... Okay. This means something to you? I, I, I think. Maybe. There's a saxophone. I hear a saxophone. 
It was the 80s. She had to hear a saxophone. It was law. <laughs> Are we giving up on this before she even starts singing? Yes. Ah, uh, come on. <laughs> Sing along. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't know it. <laughs> um, in her later career, she did uh, appear in such movies as 2009, Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus, <laughs> 2011, Mega Python vs. Gatoroid. Yeah, all right. And 2014, Mega Shark vs. Mecha Shark. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie career she got going. I'm with. 99% sure that Tiffany's in one of those. I think they had a big, it was a Debbie Gibson versus Tiffany thing in one of them. Oh, really? Yes. Why wouldn't they do that on one of the big ones, like Sharknado or Sharktopus or something like that? One of the big ones. <laughs> Come on, Ralph Garman was in Sharktopus. Yes, uh, Mega Python versus Gatoroid, starring Debbie Gibson and Tiffany. <laughs> wow. They had a sing-off. Did they have a sing-off? I don't know. I hope they didn't, to be honest with you. I hope they didn't. Also starring Mickey Dolans from The Monkees. Really? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm okay with The Monkees. <laughs> hey, hey, they're The Monkees. <laughs> People say they monkey around. All right. Well, I think we're done monkeying around with this minute because uh, <laughs> what was I, gonna, I? I did have something. Oh, the sign in the background. You think they got paid for that? Pete's oh, Wicked? the Pete, Pete's Wicked Ale. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, at the very least, I I doubt they got paid for it, but they, I'm sure they had to get clearance for it. Are you listening to Debbie Gibson? What was that in the background? <laughs> no, that was my phone trying to ring. <laughs> Jeff's ringtone is Debbie Gibson. Lost in your oh, eyes. Don't how have funny that would that have been? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, no, seriously, seriously, I've never heard of her before. <laughs> I'm lost. I don't even know some words. I wish I knew the words. <laughs> it's like, I, mean, yeah, I don't even know what melody to sing it. <laughs> no, I, I tried to just say lost in your eyes and I couldn't. All right, guys, let's just, just do our plug so we can get the hell out of here. <laughs> We're the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We are on DuelingGenre.com. We did Clerks one minute at a time. We did Mall Rats one minute at a time. We're working our way through Chasing Amy. If you like the sound of our voices, you can go back and uh, go back way back and listen to the Burbs Minute. Just Google How Burbs far back? Minute. Way, way back. <laughs> I forget what that's from, but <laughs> <laughs> I tried to grasp something there. I'm worse sober than I am drunk. I hate to say it. <laughs> that's it. You got anything else, Jeff? No, I think we're alone now. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's be... the wrong person. That's, that's the only song I know. I don't even think it's Tiffany. <laughs> 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 we're out of here. <laughs>